Hello and welcome to the School of Attraction podcast. I'm Damien Deeker and I'll be talking with you about a range of topics from dating, attraction, masculinity, sexuality, life philosophy, and much, much more. So without any further ado, let's get started. I hope you enjoy listening to today's podcast just as much as I've enjoyed creating it. I got an email from a friend a couple of days ago and the email was titled, Oh my God, you have to send this to your clients. Now, I need to tell you, my friend is almost 50 years old and he is out of touch with uh, like pop, modern pop culture and he's kind of out, t- out of touch with computers and stuff, which probably tells you why he contacted me by email rather than messenger or something else. But anyway, what he emailed me was a video called The Hot Crazy Matrix. Now, most of you are probably familiar with The Hot Crazy Matrix. And if you're not, you're probably out of contact with pop culture of the last 10 years or you're young, you're 18, 19 years old guy. And this maybe missed you because The Hot Crazy Matrix, I think, came out about five years ago. Anyway, The Hot Crazy Matrix was this, this video of this guy giving what looks like a serious lecture uh, a scientific lecture on, you know, the relationship between how hot a woman is and how crazy she is and like what, where you should find your ideal women and where like, you know, what kinds of women you should avoid. It's really humorous. And I, I highly recommend you have a look. Um, don't watch it if you're going to be sensitive about gender issues, because yes, this is, you know, it's a little bit sexist, but it's funny to have a watch. I, I'll link to it down in the comments below. But watching this video again, I hadn't seen it in a few years, really made me realize there's some, some actually really great education to pull out of this. If you want to understand women, because, you know, why is it that we really laugh at this? We laugh at it because there's some, it feels like there's some truth to it, right? And so why, what's going on here? Why is this hot, crazy matrix thing existing? Um, um, how can that help us understand women better so we can interact with, flirt with women and maybe learn to attract them more effectively? I think there's some great teachable stuff here. So, to revisit an old gem and maybe learn a little bit more about women and how they operate and what their world is like, keep watching. So, the hot crazy matrix sort of opens up with the presenter drawing a graph on the board. And I'll put up a picture in a second. And he says in the graph, in the bottom, we've got her attractiveness from a scale of 0 to 10. Because after all, that's how we rate women. Um, And then then he says, on the vertical axis, we've got the crazy rating. And now we all know there's no such thing as a woman with a crazy level below 4. So, we'll start the graph at 4, and then it goes to 10. And that's a kind of a funny, ha-ha moment. Uh, and, and it's haha because so many guys, like, I don't know a man who's dated a woman who hasn't felt like she's insane at times, right? He's a little bit crazy from time to time. Uh, and so every guy watches them go, haha, that's so true. Now, I think something that's very, that's a teachable thing, it's not the major teachable thing, but I think there's something interesting here. That is actually far more indicative of the fact that men from a very early age, we are taught to mask emotions. So, so what we're taught to do is bury our emotions and focus on the rational. We use our head, not our heart when we're thinking about, especially more mundane day-to-day things, things that aren't too serious. Every man's capable of getting very emotional, even if that's just anger. But the fact is that we're taught to mask the, simple, the simpler stuff. And so when, when a lot of men date women, especially in the early days when they're younger men, and they, they're still doing a lot of emotional masking, because men tend to get better at it later on. But what happens is they date a woman who gets weirdly emotional about small things. And to anyone who's completely locked in their heads, in the, 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 the logical stuff, anything emotional is very rational and very, very hard to understand. And so it, to us, it appears crazy. Uh, and so actually, that's, there's a lot to be said about that. I think more about men than about women that um, we suffer later on for not being able to connect with our irrationalities, our small emotional like rationality stuff as male, 
men by burying it instead of dealing with it and processing it, we are often uh, we're often given a big disservice later on in life, which is, I believe, also a, an indicator of why men have much higher suicide rates and things like that as well. Why is there so much depression with young men? Is because they they mask their emotions and try to be super logical, and those emotions sit there and fester, whereas women don't do that. So that's that's the first thing, and and don't worry, this video is not going to be all about how amazing women are and how guys are, are all flawed. That's not what this video is about. It's just there's an interesting little nugget there, something to think about. Then he goes on, and really this is the crux of, of this this crazy hot matrix, where he draws a line, a, a line. Again, I'll show you another picture, and he basically says this is roughly how women women are. You know, below this line, the, you know, this is as they get hotter, they get crazier, and um, you know, as they get less attractive, they get less crazy. And this is roughly how women are distributed. Uh, and it's ba it's off this assumption that this whole video is made, right? That women get the hotter they get, the more crazy they get. Um, but but why is this? And I think this is really where there's a lot of education here. Uh, it would take you a funny video, but me saying, hey, there's some truth to this. Why is there truth to this? And what can we learn? Because there's something big here that was massive for me, and I want to cover this in this video. Why? Why are hotter women more crazy? On average, why does that feel true to us? Well, let me start by saying, all right, picture a guy. And we've all known this guy before, and this guy is obsessed with his muscles, right? He works out six, seven days a week, he, he eats perfect food, he's all about training, 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 running, training, running, training, keto diet, this. He's obsessed. Everything to do with, like, his physical body and how he looks, he's obsessed with it. How emotionally healthy is that man? What drives this obsession? <laughs> okay. Now, this isn't, of course, every guy who works hard in his body. This is this is just a generalization. But we most of us have known this guy, right? Or have seen this guy around. He's not emotionally well put together. He's he's this 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 need for approval for his body is fueled by something. It's fueled by something unhealthy. You generally something from his childhood that he's trying to prove to someone or prove to himself, right? It's exactly the same this thing that's going on for women. So if you take a, a woman, and and actually I should say. Um, we have to be careful to distinguish the difference between a woman who is uh, genetically really gifted and a woman who works really, really, really hard obsessively to look hot. There is a difference between the two, right? That, that, that is an important difference. Because there are also many women who work super hard to look hot. And it is actually really easy for a woman who's relatively average, very average looking, as long as she's in okay shape physically uh, with her body. Um, it's relatively easy for her to look amazing uh, with you know a little bit of hard work on her body and her face and makeup and and how she dresses, uh, and so and so then you ask the same question: How emotionally well balanced is this woman who works super hard to get male approval? How emotionally well balanced is she likely to be? What's fueling that, right? And then we say, well, actually, very similar kinds of things, right? Daddy issues, problems growing up, needs approval from men that she didn't get as a child. Um, you know, neuroticism, narcissism, all sorts of other things that are going on at the same time is very often fueling this and it's very easy as men to get fooled by this process because if we see a woman who is uh well first of all makeup can do wonders but more than that if we see a woman who is dressed very provocatively very sexually right in other words that we feel like we can mentally undress her better we rate her as more attractive then if we see a woman who moves and behaves flirtatiously provocatively in other words they feel more sexually available their attractiveness goes up so you get this whole um, world, this whole culture, and not, it's not all women, this is really important to point out, but it's a culture that does exist, of women who 
they are desperate for feedback from men, for validation. And so they do all these things. They dress provocatively. They act provocatively. They um, um, they work so hard on how they look. They, they cannot just go to a bar or club just looking nice. They've got to look fantastic. And so as men, we easily get fooled by these women, right? Because we go, wow, the club is full of really hot, amazing women. We're actually ignoring all the women who are just genetically attractive because we're focused on all these women who, who look sexually available because they've worked damn hard to look sexually available. And all these women look are, in fact, not all, 95% of them are neurotic, narcissistic, emotionally unhealthy, trying to deal with some stuff of their own. They're, they're dealing with it in an unhealthy way, trying to get male validation. And so this really fuels this hot, crazy matrix thing that we've got going on. And so it's not that... A genetically attractive women are more crazy because that that's bonkers that's crazy that's absolutely not true but it's just that we focus on the wrong the wrong wrong i'll talk about this more later the wrong kind of hot right because we get easily fooled and so those women who are just generally attractive get overlooked for the ones who work too hard but wait there's more reason for these women to be neurotic and crazy it's based in the idea that women who are uh, let's say a 7 out of 10 attractiveness versus women who are a 9 out of 10 attractiveness, the women who are a 7 out of 10 get approached more often because they feel more approachable to men, right? They're less scary to approach. So then you've got this woman who's worked super hard to look as hot as humanly possible, and she knows that this other woman who's a 7 out of 10 is less attractive than her, has put in a lot less work, and yet men seem to like that woman more. That will make a neuro an already neurotic woman who needs male approval, that will make her even more neurotic. That's going to drive her even more crazy and make it be even more emotionally rational in her behavior patterns. So that's at play as well. But wait, <laughs> there's more again. See, um, especially narcissistic people. Now, I've mentioned this in previous videos, but narcissism is not a case of high self-esteem. It's a case of really low self-esteem that uh, people constantly look for external validation to get approval for. Um, so what they do is they, they, they work really hard for external approval because they've got no internal way of boosting their self-esteem. And so uh, very common for narcissists to drag down their competition so that they shine the brightest. That's a really normal thing to do. Uh, a great example is Arnold Schwarzenegger when he, I know he's not a woman, but he's a guy who was obsessed with looks. He would go into competitions and what he'd do in the big bodybuilding competitions is, is in the weeks beforehand, he'd go to one of his biggest competitors and he'd say, oh, you've injured your leg over, over the off-season heart? That sucks. And the guy would be like, what do you mean? And he'd say, well, it, I could just see that your left leg is a lot smaller than your right. I, I assumed you, you'd injured yourself. Um, that really sucks, man. And, and, and the guy now will just constantly obsess over his left leg and he'll kind of, he'll get jilted, right? He'll throw him off his game. And this kind of psychological warfare happens a lot amongst um, uh, this, this, again, this culture of women who are obsessed with how they look and trying to get male approval. They're constantly needling each other and trying to pull each other down and trying to play him head games, war, head, head, <laughs> head battles with each other, right? Um, to make each other more neurotic and, and break down. And this, this hurts each other, right? So that, that makes them further more crazy, more neurotic. And this whole culture, this is what often happens to models. Now, a lot of guys who have dated models in the past will attest, and I can attest as well, that models often have a really shaky self-esteem. And they, they, that, that's not fair because a lot of models are certifiably attractive, right? Uh, 
what they don't shouldn't have that low self-esteem but because there's this whole culture environment of women trying to pull you down and make you feel neurotic about yourself and and all this stuff going on you can never look attractive enough never look young enough all this and then a culture of marketing and advertising making you feel women especially feel not good enough it's happening more and more with men now unfortunately so you'll find this trait more and more with men focusing on their bodies super heavily um, now, i got to say, by the way, there's nothing wrong with trying to look good. If you're a man or a woman, taking pride in your parents and working to look good is, is, is a very healthy thing. What, when it becomes unhealthy when it becomes obsession, and that becomes your main form of value that you're trying to get across to the world. Um, but yes, these things are, are very unhealthy, and we get this is what creates the, the hot, uh, crazy matrix. Now, what is the teachable thing here? Why do I think this is so important for you guys to know um, and, and be aware of? And that's this. There has been a huge amount of pain for men who have gone out and they're trying to learn to flirt and date women and, and they've ended up with these women because they're focused even as when, once you're 18, you go out to clubs, you see these hot women in bars and clubs, you're like, that's the kind of woman I want to date. But most of them are emotionally damaged. They've got stuff going on that hasn't been resolved and dealt with. And to date someone like that, even if it's for like a few months, can seriously damage you it can it can create a lot of pain and a lot of trouble because these are the women who 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 will who are the um most women any woman who's who's relative i don't mean like super well put together but just just an average woman emotionally speaking uh, is generally cares about what a man's going through a man's mental space she she's quite self-aware and she's generally more emotionally mature than a guy and so she's good at helping a guy to open up and deal with his emotions all this kind of stuff that's fantastic but these women do the opposite right they attack men where they're most insecure they 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 needle guys to try to uh, manipulate them because that's all they know about the world around them is how to manipulate the people around them that's what we do and when you're and narcissistic and emotionally unhappy and so it's 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 very dangerous for guys to date women like this and and it's hard for a lot of guys to let go of that she's not attractive she's actually a neurotic more average neurotic woman who's actually worked super hard to be to look attractive right and and, and separating that out from women who are genetically just attractive women and 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 but aren't obsessed with their looks right who have other things going for them right so women who are attractive genetically don't waste hours of life trying to look as perfect as possible but also are well aware that they're intelligent they also have very healthy self-esteem and all this other stuff these are the women you should be dating and making that shift that mental shift as hard as that can be will seriously improve your quality of life for your entire life i mean we've all known guys who have dated these like married these women and how horrendously these women have torn these guys lives apart because the, these women were in such horrible spaces and mentally to begin with so yeah i think that's a really big learning thing is that you need to find the women who are well put together emotionally and not focus on the unhealthy emotional ones just because they look superficially attractive. Um, especially if you're going to be in a long-term relationship. That's that's uh, Look, if it's just for something casual, fine. But if it's for so anything medium to long-term, you've got to learn to avoid that category of human beings. Just like any woman I'd, I'd meet, I'd say, hey, be really wary of guys who are obsessed with their looks or are obsessed with the gym. I don't need to give that advice out so often because guess what? Women are already wary of those guys on average, except for the neurotic ones who are obsessed with looks. Um, so yeah, that's my education for today. I hope you found that interesting. I hope that there's something of value there because that was huge for me in my own developmental period as a guy to learn to avoid those women like women like the plague. Um, something else I want to mention too, um, understanding yourself and your own emotional strengths and weaknesses as a man is a massive part of attracting higher quality women into your lives 
And I have an online dating personality test where I look at 16 different aspects of your personality, 16 different spectra. And based on these, you can really learn what are your strengths and what are your weaknesses, what are the parts of you that you need to work on, where are you most likely to come undone with women and attraction, what women are going to find the most attractive and least attractive things about you. And that can be hugely, hugely beneficial to any man trying to better himself and learn how to be more attractive to women. I highly recommend you check it out. It's free. You can check it out on the link up here or down in the comments below as well. That's it, and thank you for watching today's podcast. As a high five for taking the time to learn today, you can head over to schoolofattraction.com forward slash personality test to complete our scientifically backed attraction personality test, which will help you uncover the areas you most need to work on based on your personality assessment. Take care, and I look forward to bringing you my next podcast.